us pray. Lord God, our Father in heaven, bless you once again for another day. Father, each day that we rise, and each day that we rise, we, we trust, Father, that it's because of you. We trust, Father, that you raise us up so that we can live out each day in a way that truly pleases you, that has blessed you, to bless, to be blessed by you, and to bless others, especially those, Father, that you bring into our circle of influence here in this earth as we wait for the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I pray, Father, that this morning that you would speak to us, encourage us so that we can do this faithfully throughout today. In Jesus' name I ask and pray. Amen. Good morning. I have to admit, I have a lot to say right now. So much to say that I really don't know where to begin. Except that I must begin. God, oftentimes he puts us in places that are not clear. But we must press on. We must press on toward the goal which God has given us. And so I pray this morning that through me God would speak to you, that he would encourage you in the same manner that he has encouraged me with these words which were written by the author of Philippians chapter 3 and 4. I have to admit, I've been really struggling, especially with Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1. Over in Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1, it reads, Therefore, my brothers, you whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, that is how you should stand firm in the Lord, dear friends. The author, and I believe the author is Paul, tells us to stand firm in the Lord. What does it mean to stand firm in the Lord? Well, it could mean a lot of things. But I think Paul makes it clear that what he means by stand Standing firm in the Lord would probably be different than what we would think. And so I want to kind of first begin with what Paul needs by standing firm in the Lord. We need to kind of backtrack. In verse 1, chapter 4, Philippians chapter 4, verse 1. There's a word that tells us what Paul 
wants us to do. He says, therefore. Therefore. That word, therefore, means, I believe, for, this, for, for that reason, for this reason. Or consequently, because of what I just said, you must stand firm. Because you are born again by God, you belong to God, that is the Lord. And that's why he says, stand firm in the Lord. The Lord is our God. It is the Lord who is the master and king in our lives. Or should be the master and king in our lives. This is why Paul speaks in the way that he does over, especially in Philippians chapter 3 verse 12 he says not that I have already obtained all this or have already been made perfect but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me brothers I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it that is I don't consider myself to have yet taken hold of all the promises of God. That's what Paul is talking about here. He's, 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 he's um, giving us a glimpse of some things that we need to be concerned about or should be concerned about in our lives here in this earth as we wait for the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. If you look over in um, Ephesians chapter 3, I'm sorry, Philippians chapter 3, verse 13, you'll see this. In Philippians chapter 3, verse 14, he, read, he tells us, Paul says, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ. Each day, we too must do this. We must press on. Toward the goal which God has called us to in Christ Jesus. So this this is this is a, this is what Paul what Paul is trying to encourage us to do, and what is he what, what Paul is exhorting us to do is exhorting us to think a certain way about our lives. Each day when we rise, we should be thinking about how to live our life in a way that shows that we belong to the Lord. Do you do that? When you rise each day, are you thinking about how to please, how to please the Lord? Or are you thinking about how to please yourself? I think if we were honest, really honest with ourselves, we would admit that we're thinking about how to please ourselves. We're thinking about 
those things that may not or should not really matter. What should really matter is what does the Lord want from us? What does the Lord want us to do? As believers, new covenant believers, we must understand that in everything that we do, God will make it clear to us if we look to him or when we look to him. When we pray to God and ask God, Lord God, not my will be done in this earth, but your will be done in this earth as it is in heaven. God has given us the spirit of Christ, of Jesus Christ, to help us do this. Each day we walk, we walk by faith in Christ. Faith has a goal. It has, a, it has an end goal, and that is Jesus Christ. Our faith as new covenant believers. We have to be very careful because there are so many things trying to get our attention. There are so many things that, are, that in this world, as we wait for the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that is trying to take us away from thinking about how to please the Lord. You know, one of the things that I especially struggle with, even right now, is television. Every day, I'm tempted to watch television for hours on end. I'm tempted to do that. Because there's so much there. It's called I call it channel surfing. You probably call it that or heard of that, called channel surfing. When you turn on the TV, there's so many things pop up that, that I have to admit, is, it grabs my attention. And before long, um, I have been in this place, um, hours have passed by of watching television. And so I'm at a place now where I have to really discipline myself when I tell on, turn on the television. I start off I start off by praying. Lord God, okay, I'm getting ready to get on the television here. I need your help. Because you know my weaknesses and you know I'm I know I I know you know I'm going to be tempted to sit here and watch television for hours on end. Never once picking up your word that is the Bible and reading it. Or praying, oftentimes not even praying in the midst of it. And, and, and thinking about the things, that the television, the advertisements and things like that. They're trying to get me to, to, to buy these things. And it seeps in. 
And it becomes very strong. The temptation becomes very strong. Sometimes so strong that I even fall into the temptation of going out and buying things that clearly I really don't need. And so I want to warn you to be careful what you engage in. I want to warn you to be careful what you think about and allow yourself to participate in. So that you don't go astray. So that you don't go down paths, go down go into areas that you don't really need to where you don't really need to be. And start thinking in ways that you shouldn't be thinking. This is why Paul says in Philippians chapter 3 verse 19, he says, I'm sorry, verse 18, it says, For I have often told you before and now say again, even with tears, with tears, many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their destiny is destruction. Their God is their stomach and their glory is in their shame. The mind is on earthly things. Notice that. Their mind is on earthly things. This should not be for us as Christians, as New Covenant believers. Our mind should not be on earthly things. It should be on heavenly things. It should be focused on those things which are from God. That's why Jesus, during his first advent, taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, in heaven, he's pointing us to the one we belong. He's pointing us to the one that we should be trying to please from day to day. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth, in earth right now. We should be living out, living out our new birth. We should be living out our inheritance, which God has given us in the Lord, Jesus Christ. Are you with me now? Let us not be like those that Paul talks about here. Their mind is on earthly things. Their stomach it's actually their God. You know, God promises us that these things we should not be concerned about, especially when it comes to food. Be careful how you think about food. I want, I want to encourage you to think about food as that which is needed in order to sustain your body, to give you energy. Simply as that. Don't make it into a God. Where all, you, you know, all you're doing is thinking about what to eat, how to eat, where to eat, when to eat, and for what to eat. Don't, don't think like that. Think about food as simply as that which is needed in order to sustain your body, in order to please God. In order to love God. 
with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And to love others. That is to take your energies, your en- the energy that God gives you from the food that you eat. Take that energy and bless God. Bless your neighbor. Family of God, are, are you with me? I, I want this so badly for you. Like Paul, there are oftentimes I'm in tears because of the things that sometimes I allow myself to get engaged in. Again, like I said, I fall into the temptation of sinning against God, but I repent. And you too, you can do the same. You can repent. If this is you, you can repent. If you have found yourself in a place where your mind is, is, is primarily on earthly things and forgetting that our citizenship is in heaven and forgetting that as new covenant believers, we should be eagerly awaiting our Savior from heaven, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. It is the Lord Jesus Christ who, by the power that enabled, enables him to bring everything under his control, that is the Holy Spirit, we have that same power. We have the Spirit of God in us, and it is the Spirit that will strengthen us. It is the Spirit that will preserve us. It is the Spirit that will guide us. It is the Spirit of God that we must obey. Amen? It is the Spirit of God who will transform our lowly bodies so that they would be like the glorious body of Jesus Christ. That is, that is the goal. That is what, as Christians, we should be looking forward to each day. Now, like Paul, we haven't yet fully attained that, but we should be looking forward to that. And we should be living our lives in a way as if we already have attained it. Blessing God. Blessing each other. Stand firm. People of God, stand firm. That is, don't go back. Don't go back to the old ways of living. If, if, you, if you're going back to the old ways of living before you became a Christian and you're not sickened by it, repent. Ask God to convict your heart and to, to show you or give you the strength to walk away from those things, to forget about those things. Like Paul, he's our example. And there are many other men and women out there who are exemplary in this choose them as your mentors choose them to follow those who follow Jesus follow Paul and Jesus Christ that's what I that's what I want for you that's what God wants for you to stand firm in the Lord that's what Paul is talking about here pressing on toward the goal the eternal goal which is in the Lord, Jesus Christ. 
God is making us. He's renewing us. Recreating us. After his image. That is the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ. So I hope this encourages you. I need to stop there. I, I could tell you more. But I hope that you've gotten the message. With heads bowed and eyes closed. Let us pray. Lord God, Father in heaven, bless you once again. You have spoken. I pray, Father, that for all those who are listening right now, that they would be encouraged to press on toward the goal which you have given us. That is the highest calling in Christ Jesus our Lord. In Jesus' name I ask and pray. Amen.